You back again, you land shark! What evil plan do you have now? No, I'm... I'm not leaving this place. I'm looking for Li Xiaotao. What would a punk like you want with Li Xiaotao? Do you know him? Li Xiaotao doesn't meet with land sharks. I'm not a punk, and I'm not a land shark. Wait! Get out of here! Hello and welcome to the Sega Nerdcast 7. I'm Chris, the extremely handsome, entertaining editor of Sega Nerds, and with me today are the equally entertaining but far less handsome Graham and Nathan. How's it going, guys? Screw you! <laughs> well, that's, a, that's quite a way to uh, introduce yourselves, so uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are having a good day. You sound like you're having a good time. Uh, before we get started, though, Graham, I want to take something up with you. Um, now, I've been having, I've been thinking a little bit, and I want... I want to ask you something because I'm sure this is on the uh, the hearts and minds of all of our American listeners. Now, this is what I want you to do to me. You have to explain the difference between England, the United Kingdom, and Great Britain because I don't think anyone <laughs> on this planet knows. Right. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. And I'm probably going to get it wrong. That's that's going to be embarrassing. But um, you're, you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> How can you get it wrong? You live over there. Yeah, but you, you live in this country. Okay, so tell us. Okay, you know. my understanding is um, Great Britain consists of um, like England, Wales, Scotland, um, I believe Northern Ireland, and also um, there's lots of other little islands just off England and Scotland and stuff. And the UK okay. consists of England, Scotland, and Wales, and then a couple of other little islands, but not uh, okay. not actually Ireland itself. Hmm. And then, what, what was the other one? Well, it was, was England, one? but that's the country. Oh, Eng England's just, okay. a, yeah, a bit on its own. But you've got Wales, you've got Wales off to one side. So, and okay, Scotland explain to me this. How is it united today? The thi Well, um, Scotland and Wales and Northern Ireland are actually, um, they're not, they're sort of, they follow the same rules as England, basically. They're also, their currency is the same. They've got, actually got, um, Scottish pounds and um, Irish pounds and stuff, but they, the currency holds the same value, so you can actually use it anywhere in the United mm -hmm. Kingdom. And they all have, we all basically have the same uh, laws and stuff, uh, but Ireland and Scotland have their own little parliament, but they still sort of fall under England, basically. So it's, it's so all, almost Scotland like England owns England. them, but we don't exactly. <laughs> sort of pretty much, yeah. But the Scottish might say, get a bit annoyed <laughs> if I say that. But, um, so you're saying Scotland is not as, but, is yeah, not sort of. as powerful a country as England? Officially. Uh, officially, I'd say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you heard it there. Finally, we've we've got this incredible controversy um, solved. Thank you, Graham, for for doing that. Right. Okay. Is that is that all? That uh, that's it. That's uh, it's been okay. Good for weeks and weeks now. Finally, we got it resolved. Um, okay. I thought we got that wrong. Someone's going to get mail in and have a go at me, but yeah. That's you what probably, I understand. Yeah, you probably got yeah. it all wrong. But before we Great. go any further, I want to um, just uh, say one comment that we got last week. I thought it was really, really nice. It was Thunderscope. Um, he wrote in on our forums, and this is what he said about last week's Nerdcast. He said, wow, I really enjoyed this episode, and I'm not just saying this to kiss all your asses. It sounded solid, it was well laid out, and I really enjoyed listening to it. I think this was your breakthrough podcast that really separated you from all the other independent newbie podcasts. Well, I still think the CADcast is the best. You guys are a close second. Keep up the good job. That was uh, that was pretty nice of him to say that. 
That's, yeah. ve- that's very good. I appreciate the kind words. Thank yeah, you. Nice stuff. Okay. Um, there we go. That's our introduction. Nathan, um, you're up now for the water cooler. Okay. Um, whose idea was it to name this the water cooler anyways? It was mine. It was mine. Basically, okay, let me tell you. The, the water cooler, like last week we had the, our off-topic moment, I liked it so much that I, br- I, I want to bring it back, and we'll see about making it a permanent spot in the Nerdcast. But I was thinking... What would be a good name for something off-topic within the Nerdcast? Oh, let me think. The water cooler. Because what happens at the water cooler? Everyone talks about stuff. So that's why we're calling it the water cooler. People drink at the water cooler. And they talk. You drink and talk. And I have a glass of water right here. <sighs> and now I'm talking. <laughs> I hope you choke. There we go. <laughs> now tell us what All right, topic okay. Alright, our topic for this week is... What was your favorite third-party developer um, of the last generation? And the condition here is it can't be named Sega. That's right. Okay, and I will take this first. And this is probably one of the least appreciated publishers slash developers of all time. Majesco. Now, if you don't know, Majesco, they came out with some of the best Xbox games of all time. They had uh, games, they had Advent Rising, they did the Blood Rain games, um, which weren't necessarily the best games, but Advent Rising, Phantom Dust, Psychonauts, Raises Hell, they did Ultra Busta Move, Worms 4, and they also did a few games on the, the PlayStation 2, they did uh, they did Psychonauts as well, but they did Soldier of Fortune, they did the Blood Rain's Black and Bruised, Aeon Flux, and some of those games, but basically the main games that, that I appreciated Majesco 4 were Advent Rising um, and Phantom Dust and uh, and Psychonauts. Those are some of the the best games. Even they did, they didn't develop Psychonauts, but they they published it, and they just had some of the best games out for you know in last generation. And did they develop any of those games? Um, I want to say I don't think they did. God, now you're making me click it. Okay, now I'm having I'm, I'm on their site now. I'm clicking. Um, let me see. Um, Advent Rising. I want to say they did develop Advent Rising. Okay, Glyphics did Advent Rising. Um, Yeah. I don't think... That's fine. Okay, but the thing is, though, is that they published the games, and I appreciate them bringing these games. Um, Phantom Dust, which is a really, really great game, Um, and it actually just, in this last last, uh, round of Xbox Backwards Compatible, Xbox 360 Backwards Compatible games... It was just updated and put onto the Xbox 360, so I was, I've actually been playing that a little bit. Um, it's an extremely awesome game. I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But Majesco, they, they did some really awesome stuff. The one thing, though, that they, they did, though, they, they got in a little bit of trouble financially last generation, and they actually still are right now. Um, there's been some rumors of a delisting on, on, from NASDAQ. Um, but I actually looked no. on their main site, and they said that they regained compliance with NASDAQ, so they're not getting uh, delisted from the stock market. Um, but there, it seems to always be like on the the edge of filing for bankruptcy. Um, but they also they've also done the Cooking Mama game for for the Nintendo Wii. So for those of you, they publish those. Yes, they, they do the Cooking Mama. They do the guilt. They do the Guilty Gear games. Um, they do some of the Busta movies. Wait, they're wait they're publishing the Guilty Gear games. Guilty Gear Judgment. Doesn't Sega Sega have the rights to the Guilty they, Gear games? Well, they did Guilty Gear Judgment. Okay. Um. There's another couple games. They did Jaws Unleashed, which was not very well reviewed. 
Um, but those are some of the games they got going on. They also did Cake Mania for the DS. They um, New York Times Crosswords for the DS. That's coming out in May. Oh boy, <laughs> sounds pretty exciting. No, they did a yeah, huge cross games the last, as well. The last generation, they were a much bigger player. Um, but the thing is, they got burned on a lot of their games. They didn't sell very well, and they had a lot of financial, you know, troubles. So what they're doing this time, they're going more into the they're they're focusing on the handheld and on some of the budget titles. So they're trying to. They're basically trying to be even more cautious with their games. So if they don't sell as well, they're not oh. going to, you know, lose as much money. But oh, I think that's pretty cool then that they're having success with Cooking Mama. Yeah. Is that game selling well? Yeah, it's uh, doing pretty well actually. So good for them. Really? Okay. So God that, damn that, it! I heard it was yeah, terrible. Jesco is 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 my <laughs> favorite developer. They did some good stuff. Well, that's a good pick then. They're really interesting. Oh, and uh, as far as uh, some interesting. Trivia connecting Majesco to Sega. Did you know that uh, they had the rights to uh, manufacture uh, a version of the Sega Genesis? Yeah, that was the Sega Genesis the, 3, I believe. Hang on. Yeah, they're the ones that did that. I have it right here. Yeah, look, yeah. yeah it's uh, affectionately called uh, the Hockey Puck by <laughs> Sega fans. Majesco Cells Incorporated, assembled in Mexico. That's what it says on the back. See, yep. see us you Mexicans are good for something. There. Besides building houses and staring wow. at your daughters. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, to reiterate to our listeners, Chris can say this because he's Mexican. Please <laughs> don't <right>. kill us. <laughs> okay, moving on, because okay. I don't too many of my... <laughs> Graham, alright. Um, okay. What was your favorite third-party developer or publisher from the last generation? I'm going to have to probably go with Capcom. Okay. Decent pick. Um, Big company there. Can you tell us why? Um, I think mainly it's because of the uh, uh, whole Resident Evil series. I mean, like Resident Evil Code Veronica on like the Dreamcast and stuff, and also the the GameCube versions of games. I thought were brilliant. I thought they're so so well done. Like the Resident Evil remake and uh, Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil Four on the GameCube were just so amazing. Okay. And also, they did make some pretty um good little games. Like there's one on the GameCube called PNO3. Don't know if you guys have heard. Yeah, of that. it wasn't very well received critically. No, it wasn't. I know, I know it, didn't, it didn't have much success, but it's actually a really fun game. It's quite a nice sort of little um, indie sort of title, as it were. It's it's a pretty solid shooter. You like run basically you're a girl and you just run around like shooting robots and stuff, and it's really good fun. And yeah, just they they released some really cool big games, and then also released like the smaller games, which are actually a lot of them were really good. I thought, and that's sort of basically why I thought they were better. I appreciate them, especially last generation for the beautiful Joe games. Those are awesome. Oh yeah, them as well. Yeah, I, I've been. I'm a huge supporter of 2D side scroll beat 'em ups, and for them to do that on such an amazing game like that, they definitely get my approval. Well, so Graham, you're referring to Capcom more as like um, a publisher, not a developer, right? Because you're not um, singling out any specific development team at Capcom. No, that's because I don't know any development team <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess so. All right. Okay. I guess Nathan, what yeah. you got, man? Okay. Um, yeah, those are some good ones. Uh, I actually... One of the... Uh, actually, Cap, uh, my favorite games from Capcom from last generation were probably all developed by Clover Studio. Um, they're the ones that did... The ones that got... They're the ones that did Art. Beautiful Joe... Okami and God Hand, and yeah. uh, they got axed, and <laughs> now they don't <laughs> exist anymore, which really sucks because I think 
they're one of the most brilliant um, developers of last uh, last generation. Like uh, Okami uh, was easily the best uh, Zelda title from last generation. It was just amazing. And uh, God Hand was also a really fun like 3D style beat 'em up. Like, I heard good stuff about that. I like it was, it was really, cool. it was absolutely hilarious. You really need to try it. You can like get it for under twenty bucks now, and it's just one of the funniest games I've ever played. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's so over the top. And that's on the PS2, right? Yeah, Okami and God Hand are both on the PS2. Okay. And but okay, so for me, my favorite third-party developer from last generation would probably be either Clover Studio or Level Five. They're Level the guys five, that and, and what developed uh, Dragon Quest VIII for the PlayStation 2. Never played yeah. it. And uh, they they also did Rogue Galaxy and uh, the Dark Cloud games, and they're also developing Dragon Quest IX for the Nintendo DS next. Hmm. And I just thought they're... Uh, I thought Dragon Quest VIII was just brilliant. It's amazing, and... Uh, uh, and that was that was more of a return to kind of the traditional style of old school RPGs. Is that right? Well, Dragon Quest has always been like a traditional old yeah. school style RPG, but the like, um, the series, I guess, like six and seven, I guess, a lot of the fans of the series didn't really like them that much. I actually did not. I'm not a Dragon Quest fan. I just got into the series with eight, and <laughs> I loved it. I loved like everything about it, and I just thought it was an amazing game. And Dragon Quest IX for the DS looks to be really, really exciting. So that's one of my most anticipated games right now, actually. Now, the one game that I saw from them that I was actually pretty interested in is they made it like a, a slime game um, for the for the Nintendo DS, and it was actually it it featured the, the actual slimes from the game, oh, the Dragon Quest games. That one wasn't actually developed by Level Five, I don't think. Oh, was it not? Well, I saw it, and it looked actually really fun. Anyway, that, I think it was it's more of like a um, a turn-based like uh, tactical RPG or something like no, that. No, it was actually an action adventure type game. I played okay. it. It was one of my favorite. It was actually I'm gonna say it was my favorite DS game from 2006. So it was pretty fun then. It was a but lot of fun. It was well, an import though. Was you it, could, it wasn't released here, is that right? No, it was released in the U.S. on Sept- in September of 2006. That was like well. What Japan it got it in December of 2005. It was called uh, Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime. Yeah, okay. And yeah, it was, was yeah, it was an action adventure type <laughs> game. You went around collecting enemies and items and levels, and then you could make ammunition for your tank, and then you'd have tank battles, and the tank battles were really exciting. Just that <laughs> game was a whole lot of fun, and the only thing I did not like about it is that it didn't have Wi-Fi online play, because that would have just made it amazing. Because that would have been great. Yeah, uh, but we, it was we can still never a, have game. a game that makes that meets all our our wants or needs. So. Yeah, there's no perfect game. Yeah. Okay. So that was our water cooler for this week. So um, here here's what we chose. I chose Majesco. Graham chose Capcom. And Nathan, which one did you choose? You had two of them. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go with both. I'm cheating. Ah, uh, you cheater. No, so you're going I, with uh, uh, Level Five and who? Clover Studio. Clover the Studio. Non-existent okay. Clover Studio. Well, I guess it has to be. Um, well, never mind. Well, yeah, we're talking about last generation. Wanna, yeah, it's last generation. But if you still want to continue to like it, you have level five or nothing else right now. Well, the thing about Clover Studio is uh, they're kind of um, got a rebirth. There's a new development studio in Japan called Seeds, and it's formed of most of the guys that Capcom fired or that split from Capcom in the resulting um, drama. 
Well, that's good then. Yeah, a lot of big creators left. Uh, big creators left Capcom when that happened, and they're mostly at Seeds now. That's good. So we'll probably see some kick-ass stuff from them soon. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Continuing on, we have the new stand, and Nathan, you'll uh, you'll continue <clears throat> from here. Okay. Um, it was a pretty slow week for Sega News. Uh, I guess the main big thing that we have is apparently a Sonic fan um, in the online Sonic web community. Her nickname is Sonic Freak. She uh, had a child and named it after Yuji Naka. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's a like a picture of the birth certificate floating around on the internet. Um, we posted it on our site. <laughs> yeah, she named her daughter, her daughter, Yuji Naka, and not yeah. Yuji Space Naka. Her first name is <laughs> Yuji Naka, Y-U-J-I-N-A-K-A, one word. Yeah. <laughs> so and her middle, yeah, so it's Yuji Naka Lee. And then the last name is blurred out, fortunately, to protect this young girl and um, mother. Uh, so <laughs> what did you guys think about this? I thought at first, I, c- I couldn't believe it at first, but after reading more into it, I realized that this woman is like batshit crazy. I mean, apparently she's <laughs> she's been before she was trying to sell her uh, or auction her her used panties off on uh, somewhere online. Um, she she created also like a, a Sonic um, torrent site that got shut down eventually by the MPAA. And Nathan, you actually gave us a link uh, to to a website that she just created and did something that might be. Almost as crazy, is that right? Okay. It, it might yeah. be very nearly just as crazy as naming her daughter after Yuji Naka. Uh, I don't know if this website is new, but this was actually like literally just posted minutes ago on, uh, at the GHZ, my Sonic site, and yeah, <laughs> it's yujinaka.org. Uh, so all of you listeners can go check that out. It's uh, <laughs> it is the official website of the First Church of Yuji Naka, oh where Yuji Naka <laughs> is God and his games are their Bible. And Let me is, okay. There's, oh, okay. There's, okay, I guess this might make it easier for some people to be a part of this religion because they only have five commandments as opposed to ten commandments for the for most Christians. <laughs> and, and I will tell you what they are. Number one, thou shall hold no other game designers above Yuji Naka. Number two, <laughs> thou shalt not swear falsely by the name of Yuji Naka. Number three, remember the seventeenth of September and keep it holy, which I have no idea what that means. Number four, thou shalt not destroy video games. Number five, (laughs) thou shalt not steal video games, asterisk. (laughs) Downloading does not count as stealing. Wait, what? (laughs) So you can download his games, but you can't steal them? And yes, September 17th is Yuji Naka's birthday. Okay, that was his... Okay. So, yeah. um, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, okay, here's there's, there's only three simple steps to, to to join the first church of Ujinaka, and these what they, these are what they are: accept Ujinaka as your lord and savior, play his holy games and treat them with all respect, live your life as Ujinaka would in fast cars. <laughs> you oh know, part of me wants uh, is like secretly hoping that this is all just a joke, but uh, this is like too good to be true, almost. And we were talking about this. It is my goal now to get Sonic Freak on the Nerdcast. We, we, I want her on here next week, and I want her to, to talk about <laughs> Yuji Naka and, and all of her craziness, what's going on in that head, because I'm interested 
I want to hear what's going on with this woman. I'm coming out and going to say <laughs> right now that I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it, it probably is, but uh, it. I think it's so bad that oh it's good. Oh god, it'll be hilarious! <laughs> I can't wait. It can't be. It can't <laughs> be wrong. Okay. So. My favorite <laughs> commandment is the second one: "Thou shalt not swear falsely by the name of Yushinaka." Because you know what? <laughs> what is that even supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm not going to say "God damn it" anymore. I'm going to say "Naka damn it" from now on. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Naka, damn it. Yuji, damn it. Yuji, Naka's sake. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, God. That's hilarious. Hey, hey, no, no, what are you what talking about? What are Naka's name you doing? You don't, you don't say, oh, God, okay? We say, oh, Naka. <laughs> oh, Naka. We gotta take his name in vain now. <laughs> okay, that's what we do. She might get pretty pissed at us if she's on here next week. But well. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Hopefully she'll come on. I, immediately following the Nerdcast, I'm contacting her. Alright, the next bit of news is uh, our very own Graham interviewed Cryptic Illusion this past week. Um, yes. It's a golf clap. Hey, right thank you. That's pretty excited for a golf <laughs> it's clap. It's great to be here, guys. Anyways, <laughs> they're a developer for the Dreamcast. Uh, they previously released uh, Feet of Fury on the Dreamcast. I guess it was like a DDR type clone game. So, yes. Graham, why don't you tell yeah. us more about this interview you had with them? Okay, yeah. Um, I, I found this out a few weeks ago now um, that Cryptoclusion are going to be releasing a uh, new game for the Dreamcast. And the thing is, that's quite exciting about this, is it's not a total homebrew game. It's sort of, they're sort of like a homebrew company. However, Peter Fury was actually released for sale, and like you could buy it on PlayAsia and Lixang and some other places. And that's what they're doing with this new game. They're actually going to release it for sale. So even though Sega of them. Um, basically stopped production of GD-ROMs and everything, and they basically completely cut all everything off with a Dreamcast. They're not going to be repairing them after September or whatever. Um, they, some companies are still trying to get the games out and for sale, and that's what's sort of quite exciting about this. And um, The game's actually uh, going to be an old port of an old Atari game called Donk, which you, um, you're basically um, a duck, but you're a samurai duck, and you go around like levels like... Um, Killing bad guys and collecting like gems and stuff. It's like a 2D platform game, so it's still quite basic, but it's still um, it looks pretty good from everything I've seen so far. They only actually released a few screenshots. They're still keeping it quite under wraps right now. They don't want to like reveal so, too much. Yeah, this but, is um, a port of a, an old game. Yeah, they're, but they're apparently they're, they're actually remake. They've actually got in contact with one of the original developers of the game, and he's given them like all the all oh, clear to actually okay, so um, they do yeah, the game across. Yeah, they've got they've got the rights to it, and um, they're redoing all the graphics and stuff, and they're redoing the sounds and everything. So basically, it's not just a simple port; they're actually updating the whole oh, game and stuff. Cool, so it's it's going to be pretty interesting, I think. And uh, like I said, they're actually going to they're hoping to get it released properly for sale around, like in, hopefully to get it in Play Asia and places like that, so people can buy it anywhere. And um, yeah, right now, like I say, they're still trying to keep most of the details under wraps, but we got a quite good interview with them. Yeah, I think. you can check that out on the site. And, and, and w- yeah, check it out on the what's site. What's interesting I, to me, though, is that they're, they're not actually, they're not going to be um, printing this game on GD-ROMs. It's on a different disc format. Um, I forget what, what the actual name uh, of it is. Like, it's, it's not a regular CDR or anything like that, but they said it no, should, should play on like 98% of all Dreamcasts, so um, you got that hmm. going. Yeah, apparently that's what um, Peter Fury is actually made on. It wasn't made on GD right. ROMs. It's oh, Mil CD, M I L C D. What does that mean? I have that's a military no CD, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> I have no idea. Really? I don't know. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> okay, yeah, so check, if you haven't yet, check out um, Graham's interview with Cryptic Illusion because there's a lot of good information on that. They talk about developing on the Dreamcast. They talk about their really uh, popular uh, Feet of Fury game that they made previously. There's just a lot of good information in that, so if you haven't checked it out, I really suggest you give that a read because there's some good information in there. Yep. Okay, moving on. The next uh, bit of news that we got this week was that the new Knights game on the Nintendo Wii is going to offer two different control schemes. <clears throat> uh, Izuka, the game's director, he says that uh, he's going to offer the use of the remote, the Wii remote, like the new motion control. Um, yes, sir. And also he's going to offer a more traditional style control, I guess, using the nunchuck and the analog joystick, kind of like the original Knights on the Sega Saturn. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this was kind of surprising news considering that um, he originally, with the announcement of the Wii and this new radical control scheme that would, you know, give a much better gameplay experience, but now they're coming out and announcing that they're still supporting for the old analog style. So, uh, do you think this is a good thing or a bad thing for the game? Mm. I I don't know. I think... In a, in a way, to me, it kind of defeats the purpose to actually putting it on the Wii in the first place. Because basically, the Wii, if there's going to be any you know, sp- specifically developed game for the Wii, I would think that it's built from the ground up to make use of the, the Wii you know, motion sensing controller, and that's the whole purpose of doing it. And, and that's what I thought Knights was going to be, and it, it, it still is. But I just don't see the the real reason for giving us that that traditional style of, of um, you know control scheme, because um, if if that's the case, if you're going to give us that, why not also you know what's the, the what's the reason why couldn't you put it on the Xbox 360 or the PS3? Um, you know you could do exactly you know everything you could do with um, on the Wii and more with the Xbox 360 and the Wii. You get you know so. Um, I, I, but the Wii still has the one feature that the other consoles don't, which is the um, weather channel, which is what they're meant to be including in the game as well. It's not like they couldn't use the internet on the PS3 or whatever to just pull weather data also. Mm, I think that'd be a bit more complicated. Not, I don't I think, think why so. Have Wii... Why haven't they done it before well, then, Nathan? I don't think it's that complicated. I mean, internet programming, it's, they're just saying they're using the weather channel. And it's, nah, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't know. I think you made a okay, good point. Well, there, I think Graham. I personally think this that. is. I give you some kudos for that. Well, okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I I think this. I can't see how this could be a bad thing at all, really, because there's a lot of Wii games which use both different styles okay. of control, where you can use the Wii remote as um as the sensor thing, or you can use the analog stick to control everything. So this isn't actually that new. This isn't actually that different to a lot of Wii games out right, right. now. I think Sega are just trying to cover all their bases, so just in case if some gamers play the game, they're like, oh, it's a bit weird with the Wii Remote, I've, I'd prefer to use the analog stick, they can do yeah, that. I, I don't think so, it's necessarily a bet. I think, they're, no, I, think they're, I think they're just trying to cover for all, because um, there's a lot of gamers out there who still might not be quite used to using the Wii Remote, like some younger okay. gamers maybe, or whoever, or some fans of the original game, they might buy it, actually buy a Wii to play this game, and they might not be fans of Wii in particular, but they're... They'd have played the original one. They think yeah, I think that's exactly it. I'm so. going to come out here and say that I actually think that I don't think there's really a game on the Wii that shows or proves the proves that the its unique control system is uh, a necessary um, aspect, I guess, of mm-hmm. Wii Wii games. 
Like, I really don't think there's been a game that's shown that so far. Basically that you can't... Are, uh, are you saying I that there's basically not a game that, that's on the Wii that you... that it, That's specific to the Wii that you can't do on another system? Um, aside from minigame collections and right. uh, other uh, more gimmicky, gimmick-reliant stuff, I'm going to say yes. Okay. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for <laughs> saying that, but... Well, I'll... I, I understand your point there, but I think the whole point of the Wii controller is not to um, do things that other games can't do. It's to actually make the games mm. more fun. Because if you play a lot of games on the Wii, like um, Red yeah. Steel, for example, if you put that on the Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3, that game would be like seven, like maybe a six or seven out of ten at the best. But actually, when you play it on the Wii, the Wii remote makes the game a lot more fun. I have than to agree with Graham there. Just it stuff like that. Red Steel was a crap and, game, yeah. no matter how you look at it. <laughs> It w- uh, and that's the thing. Uh, that's, yeah, that's I, I told game. Graham before that if <laughs> this game it. was on the Xbox 360 or the PS3, that I would not play it at all. I, it would be terrible. The gameplay, yeah. it's, I mean, the game itself is not that good. But it it was, and I don't know if maybe it was just the fact that it was so new, but I had a lot of fun playing it. It was a lot of fun using the, the Wii Remote. I can still, I yeah, still do so have a lot of fun I playing it. I sold it long ago, but... I play that game a lot more than I play Gears of War. That's because Gears of War Halo is like three hours stuff. long. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's got some comeback yeah, appeal, no, okay. Gears of War. But okay, like um, Super Monkey Ball on the Wii then. That's the, when you use the actual tilting function yeah, of that, but that's a, a lot, lot of, more fun than using like, the, the I don't GameCube think Super Monkey Ball on the Wii was as good as the original GameCube Super Monkey Balls where you just use the analog stick. I would say it is. I think it's better. Too. It's a lot more really? I think yeah. most of the Super Monkey yeah. Ball fan base is going to disagree with you guys. I'm sorry, but I, I enjoy it more. Uh, they, they're, they're like 10. <laughs> no, the Super Monkey Ball games were just ridiculous. They were deep, and the puzzles were just... It, it required incredible precision to beat some of those levels. You can't get that with the Wii. If Remote. I wanted that, I'd play Marble Madness. I think you find you. No, <laughs> Monkey Ball is better. Get bent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I, I actually find I can control the Wii version a lot easier than and the I GameCube think version because because I, I I did actually have the GameCube version for a little while. I couldn't play that at all, but the Wii version I can get precision pinpoint. Where are you, a monkey? You're not used to your opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just okay. My okay. my other point with I, this I is that, like, yeah, what Graham said with the knights control scheme, I think it's a good thing that they're providing this alternative because as there are so many fans of the original game. Why change the control scheme now? I mean, I think that um, the risks involved in um, offering a completely such a radically different new control scheme. I think there's more of a chance to break something that wasn't broken to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you know. Okay. If it's not broke, don't fix yeah. it. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. Um, next up, though, is, is a, a new segment to the Nerdcast, and we, we were um, having some discussions of what we wanted to call it. We have a working name right now. It's still, still being talked about, but it's called a quiz. And basically what it is is I'm going to read out oh, no. five statements to, uh, to Graham and Nathan, and they're all going to be Sega-based, and they're going to have to say if it's a fact or fiction. It's basically true or false, but um, you listening, you'll also get the, the chance to say it. And at the end, I'll give all the, uh, the answers, and, and we'll just discuss them then. Okay, first up, and you're you putting both, us on the spot here. Exactly. And, and next week, though, one of you two can do the same thing to me and uh, the other guy. Okay, first off, when Sega was originally established in 1940, it was based out of Hawaii. Fact or fiction? Fact. Facts. Okay. All right. We'll keep going. 
Sega was originally developed, or Sonic, I'm sorry, was originally developed as an arcade title, but early on in its development cycle, it, it was changed to be the flagship title for the Genesis. No, I don't think that's true. I might fact say facts for that. Okay, Nathan, I've got what do you no say? Idea. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to say facts. Nathan? Oh, I, I don't think that's true. I don't okay, remember so reading fi- that anywhere. Okay, so you say fiction? Yes. Okay. Sega's first commercial video game system was called the SG-1000. Fact or fiction? Oh my god, I can't remember. I'm going to say fact. Yeah, it's fact. Okay, fact for both of you? Okay. Yes. Alright. Dr. Robotnik's first name is Frederick. Fact or fiction? I'm going to fiction on that one. not true. Okay, what, Okay. you know it then? Yes. What is it? That's Evo, I-V-O. I-V-O, okay, we'll see. We'll see at the end. And lastly... Really? In August 2003, Sega sold its Sega Network Application Package, or SNAP, to Verizon. Fact or fiction? Wait, what year? Hunter who? In 2003. Sega sold SNAP to Verizon. What? It's a Sega Network Application Uh, Package. That's fiction. It's fiction? Okay, Nathan, what do you say? To Verizon? You know, this kind of sounds familiar to me, but I really don't know. Fact or fiction? One. Screw you. (laughs) I don't like this segment. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna go with facts because that's not that's what Graham didn't say. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. We're done now. That's it. Now we'll we'll we'll, uh we'll go over these. The first one. When Sega was originally established in 1940, it was based out of Hawaii. That's a fact. You both got that one correct. Good job. Yes! Okay, Sonic was oh, originally yeah. developed as an arcade title, but early in its development cycle, it was changed to be the flagship title for the Genesis. Fiction. It was developed for the Genesis all along. Oh, yeah, nice. It was always developed to be the flagship title for the Genesis. That's right. I, th- I thought that might be. Good. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> okay, Sega's first commercial video game system was the SG-1000. Yeah. That's a fact. It was, uh, it, it was produced in... Yeah. And, uh, in Japan, so there we go. Um, Doctor Robotnik's first name yeah. is Frederick. That's fiction. You're correct. It is Evo or Ivo, e- whatever you want to call it. Ivo Robotnik. In August, okay. <laughs> in August one. 2003, Sega <laughs> sold its Snap to Verizon. That's fiction. They sold it. They sold it to Nokia yeah. to be used for the Engage. Well, screw you. See, I knew it sounded familiar. <laughs> Trick question. You, you got it wrong. <laughs> this ah. is bullshit. So there we go. So okay, how many did you? Yeah. Okay, how many That's did you get then? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we got four yeah. each. Brother. We got a tie okay. here. A tie. Okay. Good job. All right. Well. It's, yeah. We're gonna have like a running tally throughout we'll the whole okay, we'll like, keep, show. We'll, we'll keep, keep a little. Up. Um. We'll, we'll yeah, see how we good. do. Okay. So right now, Graham, you guys, both of y'all have four. Next week, um, I'll, I'll be on it. So, Graham, next week you're going to be in charge of the quiz. So you got to come up with with five um, statements, okay. and we'll see if they're true or false, or fact or fiction. <laughs> oh God! Oh okay. boy! Um, can, can, can I just um, make them all up? Well, you can, but that wouldn't be as fun because they're all going to be fiction. <laughs> okay. You got to throw you got to throw some facts in there at some point. I've got, I got, I got to try and find. Graham, a big and gay facts fact or oh, fiction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. 
continuing <laughs> on, Graham. Oh. It's your segment next. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Ah, good. Um, we're going Hell to yeah. Nerd Wars Nerd now, War. yes? Okay. Yeah, let's bring it on. Okay. <clears throat> Just clearing my throat there. Okay, which company has the best video game download service out of Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo? And this is just for the um, the games they have on it, not for like um, demos or videos or anything like that. Just um, right. the actual games they have. Okay, Nathan, I'll let you go first. Um, okay. okay. Uh, well, did you want to give a quick intro on these companies' services? I guess. Okay. Yeah, Graham. You're, why don't you talk about them real quick? Tell them. Tell them the uh, name. Okay. And uh, tell them some uh, of the, some information about them, please. Okay. Firstly, like Nintendo, uh, the vir- it's called the Virtual Console. Um, so far, it's sold um, 3.3 million games, apparently, and one and a half million of those within the first two months of the console sales. Um, the games on it range between five what and ten dollars. Are they on? Um, we've got stuff from. They're like, on the. We got basically NES, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64. We got, we got, we got Sega Genesis, um, Turbo Graphics 16, and I think that's uh, pretty much everything. That's yeah. So that that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds ahead. about right. Sorry, okay, yeah. moving on. Okay, um, yeah, all the games are pretty much emulated identically to their original counterparts. Um, they've got no demos no on the service. No online play either. Um, no online play either. No, there's nothing added to any of the games, so they are pretty much as they were when you first, if you, if you first played mm-hmm. them on the original consoles. Um, okay, moving on to the yep. Xbox Live Arcade. Um, Apparently, if, if from March 2007, Microsoft announced that they had 25 million downloads of Xbox Live Arcade games. That's not actual purchases, games. that's people downloading. Um, so it, 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 within that, that's not, they're not okay. saying they've sold 25 million um, games. That's People have downloaded them. So that does. Include demos, yes. Does that include the demos? It's still yes. kind of an impressive number. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, the games range between five and fifteen dollars. Um, you can download demos of the um, every game of the actual there. games on there. Yep. So, yeah, every single game has to have. A is demo. every game? Okay, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I did not know that. Um, yeah, a lot of the games, if uh, a lot of the games feature online multiplayer and have extra achievements that you can use, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are in HD actually, uh, formats. Um, actually, um, this is also some of the games uh, something Microsoft requires all Xbox Live Arcade games to have at least some online aspect. They all have to have achievements, and they all have to be in HD. It's all, it's a requirement. Yep. Oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that either. <laughs> Um, <laughs> see, I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just like to go with it. Um, yeah, uh, quite a lot. Uh, so, pretty much all the old games that are on it actually have updated features. Like Nathan said, they're going to have the online multiplayer and the achievements mm-hmm. and stuff added to them. So they're a bit. They're different from what you would have um, played when you first got the games. Um, you can have it so it's got back background downloading, so you can actually do other stuff while you're. Right. Um, Downloading the games, unlike the virtual console yeah. where you have to sort of sit there and watch it. Um, although, in all fairness, the virtual console downloads are a lot smaller okay. often, I find. Well, you're just stating the facts, but, um, not opinions. Okay, everybody. moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, it's a, that is a fact. Sure. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Um, the PlayStation 3 has the PlayStation Network. Um, 
It's got games ported from the original PlayStation. Um, I think it, they, they're planning on having PlayStation can, 2 games um, and um, PlayStation 3 like specific network specific games too. But I, I want to say right now they have very few original games. It's mostly PS1 games. They have a few, but yeah, it's like the, really old games. The point is they're developing like original when, content games. Like when you say just for the PlayStation right. network, yes. When you say they're going to have PlayStation 2 they're, games, they're what do you mean? saying that they're going to have PlayStation 2 games on the PlayStation Network. Seriously? I just What's the point of that? Where you can just it play PlayStation it on 2 games the, on the PlayStation it's, it's 3. Saying it. That's that's like Nintendo offering GameCube <laughs> games for download. Okay, Grant. <laughs> that's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, oh god, yeah, I've lost what track where I was. Um, you can play... Oh, yeah, they're going to make it so you can play um, PlayStation 1 games on the PlayStation 3 and the PSP and right. use the same game save. Which set, is extremely same, um, cool. Save file yeah, for the games. Really cool. uh, yeah. They're also having um, the free game demos, a bit like Xbox Live Arcade, and they're also offering background downloading so you can also do stuff, like other stuff, while you're okay. waiting for okay, it to so download. There we go. Those are our three services. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Now, I'm going to do something... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do something I'm going to make it a little bit different. Instead of um, starting off with what's what's the best, is I want to say what's the worst, and it's Nintendo's Virtual Console. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Whoa! Okay? These games are basically... Okay. Ex- they're just ROMs, basically. There's nothing changed to them. There's nothing added to them at all. They're basically the game, what you played before, and it's just a, basically a ROM. And basic. And there's the virtual console is just basically filled with is a bunch of emulators with a bunch of ROMs, and you buy the game and you're playing it identically. Now the problem I have with that is that I'm paying uh, for this game that I may have bought you know ages ago, and I could still have in my closet, and I'm paying five to ten dollars for these games that developers haven't done anything to recently. They've they've done no extra work for them. They've already made most of the games they have, they've already made millions and you know dollars off of. They sold, you know, millions of copies of these games before. So why should they be priced at five to ten dollars a piece when it's they're basically doing no extra work aside from uploading these ROMs to whatever web server they have? Um, now the thing is is that when initially in the first two months of the virtual console being available, they've sold 1.5 million games. Now, in the last three, they've only sold 1.8 million games. Um, now, that that's a sign that virtual console downloads are slowing down, and I think that people are starting to see this a little bit, saying, hey, you know, because the games are getting better that they're bringing out. There's better games coming out, but the sales are slowing down. And I think that people are, are starting to realize that, hey, these are just games that I played, you know, that I can play on my computer. And I want to ask you guys this, too. What was what was the the main means of you guys playing these classic games before the Virtual Console? Um, I guess just and emulating them, just emulating okay. on the computer. It, right? Okay. Okay. That's one. Okay, Graham. What about uh, you? I played them on the original consoles. Okay. If I you didn't have, okay, consoles. say if you didn't have one of the consoles, and okay, what would you do? And if you wanted to play a game, would you go out and buy it, or would you go download uh, it off the internet? You go okay. I'd go out and buy it. I don't. I pers- okay. I don't well, like whatever. playing emulators okay. on the PC. I'm, I'm with really. Nathan. I just, okay, I, I go out and, and and just download the game. Okay, I know some people may think it's wrong, but that's what I do. Okay, now okay, I want to ask you something. If if you know that you have a game on your computer that ha- you already have, say Streets of Rage already on there, 
why would you go and go to the next room or whatever and spend you know eight bucks just to download it just to, so you can play it on your TV in the other room? I mean, is that is that really much of an incentive? I mean, if you're getting the same exact game that you can play on your your computer or on your TV, and it's just I think that Nintendo needs to come up with a way to to bring us additional content within these games or do something just to you know get these developers to do something to the games to give us in an added incentive to buy them because right now I think just bringing out an, an old classic game as is and saying and you know and using the the, the term that it's you know original and this is the you know this is exactly how the game was before we haven't done anything to it I think that's just laziness so. um yeah even after Chris's ridiculously long rant about the virtual console <laughs> I'm going to agree completely and say that the virtual console is the worst download service out of the three um, options right now it's yeah I agree with pretty much every single one of his points uh, it's ridiculously expensive for what you're getting uh, mm-hmm. which is basically a straight port of a 10 to 15 year old game and uh, in some cases you're even losing features like with uh, no, Mario Kart 64 um, since there's they don't even bother to emulate the memory card for the Nintendo 64 so you can't save <laughs> ghosts despite the fact that of course the Wii has you know an SD card slot and can save vast right. amounts of data and so it, it has flash memory in it too so yeah so this it. is just ridiculous amounts of laziness on these Nintendo devs part and like yeah. uh, you know Star Fox 64 you don't have rumble on the uh, controller there so I mean it's just it's absolutely retarded that they're expecting you to pay like $10 for Nintendo 64 games and uh, I, I really really don't like it and uh, like I really like how Microsoft requires all these um <laughs> Like features, they force yeah. developers to put features in their Xbox Live Arcade games. I think it's cool that Microsoft is forcing developers to make their games um, high def and to have achievements and online features. Mm-hmm. I think the Virtual Console, at the very least, needs to have some sort of online multiplayer. Because yeah. come on, what 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 century <laughs> are we in people, now? This if, is if you like, remember before. I'm sorry. Okay, let me say this. If you remember back before the 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 Wii was released. Everyone was so excited about the Virtual Console because there was, a, a, you know, there was hope of having these classic games and having online multiplayer put into them. That's what people were excited about. If you remember, you go look on forums back, you know, before it was released and back before Nintendo announced that it, all these games were just going to be original as you know the same what they were before. People were excited about the aspect of being able to play these games online, and that's what people wanted back then. And we're not getting that. And and that's why I think that the Xbox Live Arcade is the best, um, as of right now, the best uh, you know uh, video game download service out of all three, because they have these extra features thrown in. Like Nathan, you were saying, they have the online multiplayer, they have achievements, they have um, high definition thrown in, and they're basically the same prices, a little bit more expensive, but about around the same prices as the Virtual Console games. And you're you're playing these classic games, but they have additional features that I don't mind paying developers for because they went back and they actually put some work into these games. And, you know, it, it, it actually makes me upset that Nintendo thinks that uh, we're, we're dumb enough to just go and blindly throw money at them for uploading ROMs to a, a server and allowing us to download them. I, I just get really upset even yeah. thinking about it. So, <laughs> I, okay. I agree completely. Jam. One other point I want to make, though, Jeez. is that out of the three, uh, the Virtual Console is the only one that doesn't have any original content on it. 
they're all just straight ports of really old games. Xbox Live Arcade and the PlayStation Network do have original content. And Nintendo, yeah, you're right. Nintendo has been promising Mm -hmm. original content for a long time. But you know what? We haven't seen anything about any of it. We have no idea what's coming. Nintendo likes to promise us a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) They they told us that we were going to have online play on the GameCube, and what happened? Yeah. We had one game. Yeah, and it was from and Sega. Sega did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I, I'm hesitant to trust Nintendo when they say that original content is coming, and um, also I know for a fact that they're probably never going to put um, online play into the virtual console because Nintendo hates the internet. <laughs> because little babies could play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. They're just I, I don't. I disagree with Nintendo's approach to online play completely. I think there are better ways to implement parental control and censorship in games besides just forcing everyone to input like a 12-digit code for everything and then not <laughs> let you even communicate directly with anyone. I agree. Okay, Nate or Graham, now that, now that you, you sat here and heard me and Nathan a rant for <laughs> you know 10 minutes, what do you think? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just going to go in the corner and cry, I think. Um, okay. I, I understand what you're saying, and I do think those are all valid points. However, I oh. don't think the Wii is the okay, worst well. one at all. Okay, here's the th- here's the thing. Here's here's what I want from these things. I I want the original games because a lot of these games I can't get to play. I don't like playing them on the PC. I don't like emu- I don't like using the ROMs on the PC. It never feels exactly the same when you're playing it on. Okay, the Okay, wait. How is it, it different on the the Wii? Then? I don't know what because it is. Because the Wii is basically a big emulator. You're not playing these you're, games on I their think, native systems. I think Graham's talking about the the that I don't know the experience of sitting in front of a TV and holding a controller in your hands. Yeah, that's that is pretty much what it's it is. It's not much different from that's, sitting that's in front of a monitor. And holding you're, I, 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 I know okay. what he's saying though, because I agree to a okay, certain no, wait, extent. Wait. Because it oh, is fun to be able to lay on your bed or lay on your couch and play some of those classics like you did as a kid. So I do understand what you're saying, but I think you're stupid. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and also, stop talking. <laughs> um, a lot of emu- here's, here's another thing about emulation PC. A lot of them aren't actually perfect. Well, There's a lot for of the age of these systems and games all. on the virtual console, I think pretty much all of these are emulated perfectly at this point. Which ones? Mm, I think I have to disagree. I've still, I, I have, I have got some emulators for like Genesis and SNES games. And no, Super Nintendo emulation perfectly. has been perfect for like uh, at least a few years now. What emulator the, are you using? The oh, SNES is the, the best emulator I've ever played. Basically. I'm gonna agree with you there. Yeah. Okay. It actually, it actually can implement land play. Okay. Too. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move yeah. on anyway. <laughs> wow, that's, that's amazing. Okay, anyway. You're not impressed. Okay, so, Graham, <laughs> is online play not a big draw for you? No, not at all. Well, you're living in the past. Not really, no. That's what I'm going to say. Okay, let, we, we, okay <laughs> look, stop talking. Okay, shut up. <laughs> um, what was I was going to say now? Oh, yeah, Xbox Live Arcade. Okay, right now... Okay, this is this is right now. I'm saying the, Wii's be- the Wii Virtual Console is more okay. appealing to me than Xbox Live Arcade because... There's no Xbox Live Arcade game that I want to download at all. That you got all this new content, but 99% of the games suck. That's not true. I mean, they're really bad. There's, that, downloading the demos is like fun for like five minutes, but like no once you play it, you're like, oh, some, that's what the game some, is. It's pretty shit. There's yes, some awesome yes. games on there. Oh, okay, I think you're wrong. Okay, and the, the games they re the games they re-released, like Street Fighter 2, I was thinking, yes, they've re-released Street Fighter 2, this is going to be great, it's got online playing stuff. They made the game a lot harder, a lot more difficult. The online play is actually really bad. There's like, uh, if you speak to anyone who actually really likes the game, they all say that the online play on that is actually not worth it. 
it's not that great a port of the game at all and um, you've got these other games like Doom everyone's got Doom on like the PC from years ago and they've got on the Assassin the Playstation the AN64 there's no okay, point in missing a game like that you, you whereas the Virtual Console's got no, this classic I mean, a Virtual Console's got classic games on it which uh, the actually Virtual Console has its share of crap too but I mean but, um, the point about original content on the Xbox Live Arcade you've got, got stuff got like some Luminous Live and Alien Hominid HD you can get the you can get Lumen, Lumines, whatever, or Lumens, whatever you want to call it, on the PSP. Okay, even the ports and stuff, like Lumines is pretty cool, but Castlevania Symphony of the Night on the Xbox Live Arcade, you're going to tell me that you, you're going to say, yeah, come on. Um, I played a demo. Wasn't Have you right? ever played a Castlevania game? I, I don't game? like, I actually, I don't oh, like well the Castlevania then, game. Your, your opinion <laughs> is crap. Go, go away. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Castlevania okay, games. Okay, uh, well, they're, they're not bad. I just I don't see Do the appeal. Like Metroid I don't see why games? goes crazy over them. They're not that good. No, well, not really. I'm not a huge Metroid fan, but oh. I am a, a tremendous Castlevania. <laughs> I'm I love it. pretty much the same way. I pr- yeah. great. I vastly prefer Castlevania to Metroid. Me too. I agree. And the one thing, though, okay, Graham, I, I respect you know what you said about the Virtual Console, and I can see where you're coming from because you're not um, you're not very into emulation. So I guess that that would appeal to you a little bit more. Um, but what we what we've you know been forgetting is the PlayStation Network, and it's still in, in, in its infancy. There's not a whole lot of games out there. But the biggest draw to me that I can see, I don't own a PS3, but I do have a PSP. But just looking at this, I would I think the ability to play PS1 games on my PS3 at home, and then maybe go onto a flight and continue that game on my PSP, is awesome. I think that's incredibly cool. They have a lot of different features, and they're really doing some awesome. Inter, uh, connectivity with the the PSP and the PS3 that Nintendo you know should have done a long time ago with the GameCube and um, the Game Boy Advance. So I think Sony's really showing how you can you know interconnect a handheld and uh, a, a standalone system, a console um, together. So I think they're really pushing that uh, really well. They're doing some good stuff with that. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, right now, some of the stuff weird. actually I've heard of like the PSP and PS3. Um, interconnectivity. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like you'll be able to use the PSP like as uh, a wireless controller on the PlayStation Three to play games. Yeah. And also, I hear like if you leave your PlayStation Three on and you leave, go outside with your PlayStation Portable, and then you use Wi-Fi, you can actually connect to your PlayStation Three and use your PSP like as a remote control and access like all the videos, all the movies, all the music you have on your yeah. PlayStation Three, and just listen to it there on your PSP. Like away from home, this just uh, yeah. it blows my mind. That's this <laughs> is next gen technology, and that is really exciting. Yeah. Okay, but can I just ask? Is that actually is that stuff actually working? Um, right that's now? the thing. It, it a lot I've of the re- stuff. It's still they've released a lot of these features, but apparently from everything I've read, some of it's still kind of buggy. There's still seems like they're still kind of working out the kinks on a lot of this stuff, um, and so some of the stuff is a little hit or miss right now. It's not working perfectly, but. Um, if if you go back and look at everything Sony's done with the PSP, um, they seem like they're very into updating and fixing. You yeah, know, some of their Sony's stuff been pretty on the ball guys. with updating firmware, so it comes mm-hmm. pretty regularly. Yeah, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, so there we are. Yeah, um, I think personally, personally, I think. Well, whoa. I was going to say, uh, uh, if Sony hadn't, if Sony didn't have the whole PSP connectivity thing, do you think their download service would actually be that? good? I'd say it it's would... still better than the Virtual Console because you have original <laughs> content. I would say so as well, um, but it would the the draw would be a lot less there for me. So me personally, this is how I yeah. rank them. I have Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, Virtual Console. Graham, um, what do you say? Okay, go ahead. Okay. 
Um, oh, I just want to add one other thing. When I start seeing good new games on the Xbox Live Arcade, I'm going to prefer oh. it more to the Wii. But right now, all the new content I just ho- I showed you um, Castle Crashers, right? Yeah, that's not out yet. It's not out for another <laughs> year. You've got a whole, got a whole other year of waiting. Come wow, on. that just looks <laughs> Jesus it looks Christ! Amazing. And okay, and, and it looks with, pretty with fun. I'm not saying it looks amazing though. though. Um, David Jaffe's new game, Calling All Cars, looks uh, amazingly fun. It's going to be basically um, like a, a top-down, um, like a, a little ca- a car game. It's, it just looks a lot of fun. It's all hand-drawn. Looks really cute. Um, I would definitely check it out if I were you. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot about that. I don't really know anything about it though. Yeah. So okay, Graham, you rank them, okay? Uh, for me, right now, it's going to be the Wii, Xbox Live, and then PlayStation Three because I don't have a PlayStation Three and don't okay. know anything about it. Nathan, okay, I'm going to rank them just like Chris: Xbox Live Arcade, PlayStation Network, Virtual Console. And this is not just for current content. I'm also projecting into the future what we're going to be seeing from these three companies. And uh, um, for the Xbox Live Arcade, it's the best service right now, and it, I think it'll continue to be the best service with the. Um, developer support they have and the yeah. the requirements that Microsoft is forcing on these developers, which I think is a very good thing. And the PlayStation Network with uh, their original content and um, the the PlayStation Portable and PlayStation Three connectivity stuff, and uh, knowing Nintendo, they're not going to change a damn thing about the Virtual Console, and they're just going to keep <laughs> shilling fifteen year old games to us for ten dollars. So. Yeah. And okay, I want to say one thing, and then we'll continue on. It seems like Nintendo's, uh, I guess, uh, method in this is just to shovel games out a lot. They, they're they're basically having maybe like uh, almost six to ten games um, a week, almost that they're putting up on the, the virtual console. Yeah, it's like at least to, three. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you're right. It's about at least three, but it can go up so high as maybe you know six to ten sometimes. Um, but that's you know that's a stark difference than Microsoft, where they may have one or two games a week. Um, but those mostly, like you said, though, those are mostly um, um, original content games or games that have some stuff. So um, it seems like they're, you know, just every company has a different um, uh, means at going about what they're doing. So we'll, we'll see how that unfolds. But that's how. Yeah, I, I just want to emphasize one thing, though. If you ask me this question in like maybe six months' time, it could be different for me. Because I'm a just going by what it is right now for me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what we've been playing, Graham. Okay, I know that uh, everyone, all our form goers, Graham has basically been making us all wait. He, he's announced that he has been he's been playing this mystery game, a classic game that he's been talking about, <laughs> and everyone has been on our forums has been talking about it. So, Graham, um, I'll let you start this yeah. off, um, and, and you you uh, you let it go. Okay, I'm actually gonna reveal my mystery game last. That's one. We gotta wait even longer. Out, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna make us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Gonna milk it, and then you're gonna be like, "Oh, oh, is that, that was it?" A oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, first one I've got is um, <clears throat> I, I recently bought Diddy Kong Racing for the okay. DS. Good. Um, I'm a, I was a big fan of the N64 version. I actually loved it. I think it's about ten times better than Mario Kart 64, which I thought was totally overrated. Um, the DS version's actually really good. They've changed a lot of stuff to it. Um, basically, most of the tracks are pretty much the same and stuff, and the gameplay's pretty much the same. But they've added, they've changed the weapons around a bit, like um. Before, when you picked up two um, uh, rocket um, balloons, you, you used to get a homing missile, but now you have to pick up three to get the homing missile. It's all, it's all ch- they've changed stuff around. They've added like different features to it. Um, they've got the tracks have changed slightly as well. Some of them have got added little extra bits on it, and the way the game plays is a little different. Like before, you used to race, uh, you used to race on all the tracks, then do a boss, and then you have to do something else. But now they've 
well, after you race the boss, like the boss that gives you other like new challenges to accomplish before you can complete mm. the levels and stuff. And um, all, everything they've added to it seems to be really good. They've seem to have extended it quite a lot. There's like little areas on the island which have opened up which weren't there before. They've got all these little side things. Like I found that I could um, fling coconuts from a tree at walls and stuff the other day yeah. and make holes in walls, which is really weird. But I think yeah, that unlocks something. I'm not but sure. Now I want to ask um, you something because oh, I remember oh, reading <laughs> reading the reviews on, on Diddy Kong Racing for the DS. Um, and pretty much everyone that I read or every review I read said it wasn't as good as Mario Kart DS. You've played both of these. How would you rank both of these games? Um, I'm still yet to play the multiplayer for this, but so far I'm actually enjoying this really? more than I'm going to pitch Kart in DS. and say that the, um, in this comparison, I think Diddy Kong Racing DS is far superior to the Mario Kart DS as far as multiplayer no features go. No kidding, are you serious? I, uh, I actually... Well, just no, multiplayer? no. I'd say in both aspects. Actually, I reviewed wow. this game uh, over the summer for my newspaper, and uh, <coughs> uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed Diddy Kong Racing a lot. I'm glad Graham's enjoying it too because I thought it was an excellent game, and I had a lot of fun with it. So you, you guys can actually agree on something. Yeah, cool. Then. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Graham, we should uh, trade friend yeah. codes later so I can kick your ass. <laughs> oh, God. The friendship yeah, doesn't, sure. it doesn't last. Well, for not long, for that. Oh, okay, <laughs> what yeah. else have you been um, playing? No, that, that's that's it. Well, there's one other thing I just wanted to add to that. They've they've added loads of unlockable things you can get. Like you can you can collect coins on the tracks. You can buy all these unlockable things, which I think yeah, is what can you play like Rob though. I was really happy with that. Rob, who? Rob the, the robot? robot? No, yeah. that's a Nintendo thing. Yeah, no. Who the hell? Rob the robot. Rob? Don't you remember the the robot for the Nintendo? The he was NES a terrible <laughs> accessory. He like great. there's like educational games or something. It was a retarded robot. He played video games with you. Yeah, it was retarded. I have no idea what you're <laughs> That was one of the unlockable um, racers in Mario Kart DS. Yeah. And he was awesome. He was ex- extremely fast. Yeah. Was it? You he basically was... had to beat, like, everything. I, would, I... Yeah, I unlocked everything in Mario Kart Holy DS. Holy crap. I haven't... Oh, my God. I haven't unlocked that. No, no, no. Go back and check everything. it out because oh, he's no. incredible. He's really fast. He was okay. He was one of the heavy racers, wow. so you had to be careful not to go off-road or hit anything. Yeah. Okay, c- continue okay. on. Oh my gosh, yeah, I have to go and play that now. Um, yeah, I also picked up um, Heat Seeker for okay. the Wii. And I've never heard of it. I have never heard of it either. <laughs> oh, okay. Must okay, it's uh, it's been released games. on the PlayStation 2 as well. Like Lasagna. <laughs> it could be. It's made by Codemasters, <laughs> and I think they're European. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's basically a plain combat okay. game. Um, where you're, you're flying in like really fast jets and stuff, and just like shooting other planes out of the sky and bombing boats and stuff. It's um, the gameplay and everything's pretty basic. It's pretty similar to any other um, game, but it's really good fun on the Wii and stuff. Um, the one thing that surprised me and might surprise some people is the Wii controls are actually really, really good for this. Um, as soon as I picked it up and started playing, it's like, how do you how do you control um, it second nature to me? You can check. You can actually change the controls. Sort of like what we were saying with Knights. You can actually control it with the analog stick if you want to. But they've got two different methods with the Wii, where um, you can either use the remote to sort of point at the screen, sort of a bit like Red Steel, the first person, like a first-person shooter game, sort of point roughly where you want to go, and the plane will go roughly okay. in that direction. And like you can tilt, the, you can actually tilt the Wii mote, and it will start to roll the oh, plane. Cool. So you can do barrel rolls. So that you way basically and have stuff. to just throw it up in the air and just um, spin it, and then it'll do a bunch of rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's uh, if you actually, if you if you're used to playing playing games and stuff, you should be able to pick up the controls really easily because um, it's got the whole yaw and um, rolling things down to a T. I think. Um, 
for, for the controls I've got set up right now is like I use the Wiimote as I just described, and then with the nunchuck, um, you f- use um, was it is it Z or something? Yeah, Z Z's like machine guns and stuff, and the analog um, stick on the nunchuck is actually um, like accelerate and mm-hmm. brake. So when you, when you hold down the, um, it feels it feels just like a little flight control stick thing. Like you hold it down, and then you get into like afterburner mode, and the afterburner mode is really good in this game. You actually like. The whole screen gets blurry and stuff. It's really fast. Like that's one thing I love about the game so far. That all the combat in the sky is actually really fast. I got fast. to sit in a B fifty two today. When you're doing dogfighting with the games. Yeah, a really. Oh, isn't your life exciting? Oh. <laughs> 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 wow. We're, we're, no, were you I, it, it was parked, but I got to sit in the pilot seat. Wait, were you shooting in, people in down? In my mind, I was. I was bombing. <laughs> Mexico. Did you have a Wiimote in your hand? I had something. No, okay. <laughs> okay, continue. No, okay, then, then stop talking. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, it's time, um, Graham, that yeah, you got... unveil your mystery game. Yeah, get on with okay. it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I was going to say, okay, Heat Seeker, Heat Seeker's okay, a great get game. Get it. Go, go and buy Heat Seeker. Oh, I'm God. not going to do it. There we go. Okay, the game I've been playing is Shining Force 3 Part oh, 2. Oh, wow. Wait, that's. That never had it's, an English translation, did that it? Is, it did not. <laughs> oh, no, God. it's the rarest of all the Shining Force games released. It's it's the uh, it's more it's rarer than Shining Force Three Part One and Part Three. For some reason, they release fewer. Do you copies know roughly how many for this? And it's actually, I have no idea how many. I, all I know is that that pretty much anywhere says that like, any any Shining Force said the guy who sold it to him for four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that is the great thing about this. Wait. I actually managed to get oh, it. Oh, I thought you were going to say the great thing about it was that you spent four hundred dollars on it. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get it at? <laughs> no, I actually got a really and good so price on it. Um, I got it from Play Asia. Play Asia, huh? Hmm. Wait, so was it complete? Yeah. Did it come with like um, the manual and the case and all that? Yeah, it, it was completely. Wow, well, screw you! Well. Bec- because I'm a whore, I actually opened up. Oh it, wow. I don't collect okay. things like that. I actually There's open it up and stuff and be playing bastard. it. Yeah, I'm not one of those people that buys copies and keeps them to one side. I'm not like that. I have to. I still have a sealed copy but, of yeah. the uh, the issue of when Superman died. I have it in my attic. Oh yeah. really? I, I bought two. One to read, one to keep. I've always wanted to read oh, that. <laughs> Wait, do you okay. collect comics? Yeah. I used to when I was a kid. I don't. I don't anymore. I have a lot though. I have the first. I have the first. Um, <laughs> Anniversary issue of a this a Superman comic is like made back in like the seventies, the early seventies or something like that. It's pretty cool. Wow, you're the man now, dog. I am. That's hey. like that's like my the, the big uh, my uh, prized uh, comic book. Yeah. Book. I thought Nathan was being nerdy last time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, continue on with the shining force. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm not that old. <laughs> Yuji Naka, damn it. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, no, wait. Okay, okay if it yeah. doesn't have an English translation, then how are you playing the game? I'm uh, using my uh, cunning and. No, uh, how are you even playing the game with guessing. region lockout? <laughs> okay, here's, what, here's one interesting Japanese thing. I, I can actually understand. Sit in his room. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing about this game is, if you've played the first Shining Force, the English version, you will probably be able to understand this yeah. game quite mm-hmm. easily because it actually. F- it doesn't follow on directly. It's a side story to what the original okay. game is. There's so there's loads of characters that you don't get to really play as. You don't get to you don't get to play as at all, but you meet within the first game. A lot game. Ten Two Final and, Fantasy, um, right? Final Fantasy Ten Two, similar. 
Oh, please don't compare that to that. Final <laughs> Fantasy X-2. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the yes, you should be sorry. <laughs> I don't want to offend any, any Sega nerds. Okay, I'm sorry, I apologize. Okay. okay. So ba- basically, so far, the locations I've been in have all been pretty much the same as the first game. And um, a lot of the battlefields have been the same, because you've got... Um, you're basically going a similar route to what the original game is, but you see like a different side story to it. And some areas are slightly different. Like there's one bit we start off in, um, you start off in one part of a town. And I was like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Then suddenly you meet the characters from the first game, and I was like, oh my god, I recognise <laughs> this. And it, it played out the exact, pretty much the exact same scene, but from the other side That's of like oh, okay. what it was. Wait, but how are you even playing this at all? So it, do you have a Japanese <laughs> Saturn or something, or do you have to use the swap? Trick? I've got the. Um, I got oh. the action replay. You get, you can get an action replay five and one, which has got the four oh, meg yeah. expansion pack and it's also um, a yeah, universal I need to converter. Buy one of those actually. And it's got a memory card. Have you looked in to see if there's like an online really translation good. that you can get to kind of like walk your way through? Um, I did sort of look, but uh, okay. not very hard. So basically, so you have no idea what's going on, other harder. than the fact that you're somewhat familiar with the storyline based on the first game. Okay. Yeah. So I, I can sort How of play it How long did it take you to figure out all I the controls? <laughs> like what was fight and what was item? The controls, the gra- well, the controls are exactly the same. In all okay, the so you basically games. knew what was okay, okay, because they ha- actually have the image. And you, and stuff, I, I know the everything icons from, that you can see. Yeah, they've okay, got the image and everything, help. and I, you can sort of guess right. from what the image shows. So, and also, if you've played any Shining Force game, you'll know what those images yeah. are anyway, because yeah. it's been the same for okay. all of them pretty much. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that a lot. I'm really happy with it, especially because I got it quite cheap. Because on eBay, it can go for like over a hundred pounds sometimes. Um, but I got it for thirty pounds, wow, so that's pretty good, I thought. And that's my special game okay, I've been playing. Well, and some people might be a bit disappointed, but I think it's it, it, I think it's good. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's definitely a game people weren't expecting. Um, here's what I've been playing. Yeah. It's a new Flash game that um, has just been making the rounds across the internet. It's called The Last Stand. It's basically uh, a zombie um, shoot 'em up game. If you've played, do you ever play the game? It's like a, it's something like a Castle Defend or Defend the Castle or something like that, where you basically you have these like a horde of you know people coming in attacking your castle, and you have all these different um, weapons and just different defenses that you use to to defend the castle. It's similar to that if you've ever played it, but it's basically a guy who built this house on. It's 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 all two D side scrolling. It's not even side scrolling really. It's just um, all 2D. On the right part of the screen is is you, and you control it with the, the WASD keys. Um, and you're behind a barrier, and the barrier protects you from the zombies. So the zombies um, come and attack the barrier, basically. And if they break through, um, you die, basically. And you ha- you have a certain amount of um, health points for your barrier. And but what you can do in between levels is basically you have to shoot and kill all the zombies um, that come on the screen. And there's different ones. Some walk. Um, some are big and fat, and they take more. Uh, you know they take more bullets to take down there's there's dogs zombie dogs which are always cool that run really fast some zombies run really quickly too um what what's cool though is in between levels is that you can go out and and you you can recruit other people or go you know go on search parties to recruit other people and you bring them back to your base and they'll help you kill the the zombies you can also go and uh you can also go and search for weapons too, and you'll have different weapons. There's some really awesome ones, like a chainsaw. And basically, what that does is, when there's a bunch of zombies like right on your barrier and they're breaking it down really fast, you you whip that out and you just like cut them all up into pieces. It's really cool, really fun. There's a lot of different weapons, um, and it's not a very deep game, but it's just it's fun. 
for you know you know 15 20 minutes if you ever want to um, check it out so I'll put I don't have the link with me right now I'll put the link in the show notes I definitely suggest you all you all to check it out it's a really fun game especially if you're a fan of you know the zombie um, video game genre okay cool. yeah so it's sort of like House of the Dead, but really um, stripped. Doesn't sound like House of the Dead at all. No, it's nothing at all. It's basically it's it's two D and it, okay. it's, it's basically side scrolling. It's not. Well, I keep saying that, um, but basically the zombies come out from the left side of the screen. You're on the right side of the screen, and you just have a small area where you can move up and down, and you're just sh- basically you you point with the mouse and you're just clicking with, and it'll fire, and you know R's to reload, and it, and that's okay. basically it. I mean, there's it's not a very deep game, but it's just really fun. And you know, it would be a game that could even translate well to maybe the, the DS or something like that. It would be fun. And you can also there are ways to to play flash games like this on your PSP too. Um if you search for, you know, flash games on PSP on Google, you'll figure it out. I haven't tried it yet, but apparently you can do it. Um next though, I have a certain mystery game that I've been <laughs> talking this to you about. This is all the mystery. About. Yeah, it, it this is the mystery science theater uh nerdcast. Um that's that's terrible. I made no sense yeah. whatsoever. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but basically, here's my game. It's Die Hard Trilogy for the Sega Saturn. Hell yes. No, yes. This game. What are you talking game, about? <laughs> okay, I heard you guys talking about. How, are you, how did you say Die Hard Trilogy or Die no, Hard Arcade? No, wait. This is Die Hard Trilogy. Wait, let me check. Hold on. Okay, this is this isn't going to make me mad at all because if you don't know, Chris actually said that. Um, he, this is a game I really liked, and he's, it's going to make me mad if he said. Okay, he well, didn't I like thought it, this but. was—I thought this was the game that that you really liked. <laughs> oh, this God. is Die Hard Trilogy for the Sega Saturn, oh, no. and basically, it's um, there's basically three games in in one, um, and I guess they're the all. Well, let me see here. Yeah, it, it's basically there's three separate games. There's there's one game where it's like a, a 3D action. Game where you you know you're in charge or you you control um, Bruce Willis's character. I've never watched the movie, so I have no idea what what I'm doing. What? I'm, I, Wait, I, what? what? You <laughs> haven't seen any of the Die Hard movies? Are you I've kidding me? I've not seen me? any of the Die Hard movies. What? When I was a kid, I how can I you was, how can you call yourself American? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I'm, how can you call yourself I've a man? Damn it! Ah. No, I, I'm oh. never gonna stop giving you shit for this. <laughs> okay, I'll go watch it. Jeez, <laughs> go watch them. Okay. Now. I will. No. It has Die Hard. Yeah, die seriously. Cram. Die Harder. Cram, are you <laughs> believing this? Come on. You won't. No, God. Anyway. Jeez, oh, gay. You better watch them before the new movie comes out. Oh, my out. God. Yeah, they are making a new movie. I mean, oh, um, my Naka. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Naka. Um, <laughs> it has. Okay, it's, it's. They're basically split up into three separate games. Each game is a different genre. Um, the first one, it's basically. An, a 3D action game where you control Bruce Willis's character and you just go around a little map um, or one of the, the skyscrapers and you're just basically killing a bunch of people. It's, it's, um, next is uh, it's a shooting game and rescuing hostages. Right, they hold hostages. Um, the next one it's uh, <laughs> yeah, Die Hard to Die Harder and it's um, it's basically a gun game and it's similar to you know Virtual Cop where you just you know shoot um, people. Um, the next one um, is the Die Hard with a Vengeance one I guess and it's um, you're you're controlling a, uh, a a taxi cab, I guess, in New York City, um, 
but I gotta say, this is one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. Um, I, I don't know what the difference is between this or Die Hard Arcade, but if it's no, no, okay, there's God. a huge difference. Okay, okay. Die Hard Arcade. If they're, if they're similar, I'm sorry to <laughs> no, tell no, you no. that, but this game Di- sucks. Die Hard Arcade oh, was the one that was developed by Sega TI and AM1. Um, it's the precursor to Dynamite Cop on the Dreamcast. Okay. Well, and I guess it was yeah, it's, it's, interactive. It's sort of like Streets yeah, of Rage. It's a 3D beat 'em up, and it was excellent as an arcade game and on the Saturn. Yeah, it was game. excellent. Die Hard Trilogy yeah. is not the same, though. No, and that was released on the PC and PlayStation yeah, as well. That's Die right. Hard Trilogy. Die Hard Arcade Saturn. Saturn only. Hell yeah, Sega. Okay, well, you know what? I guess I'm going to have to go back and play Die Hard Arcade then. Um, maybe and I'll watch, watch the movies. So, Come on. Hey, <laughs> Jesus, I will. Fine. But. But for this time, Die Hard Trilogy was actually a really good game. When it first came out, that, that Die really? Hard Trilogy Really? I don't know. I've never played back. Trilogy. I've only played Arcade. Have you not? Okay. Um, well, considering it was released like, what, like 15 years ago now or something crazy? How, how long My ago brain was dead it? cousin is probably more fun to play with than Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably released that. No, it was released in 1996. Uh, That's only, like, barely 11 years ago. Okay. It's 11 years then. Okay. 11 years ago. It's actually pretty good because. The, like for example the Die Hard with a Vengeance was like a open sort of 3D sort of driving world sort of before, this is way before GTA 3 and stuff like that and like you're driving around you can hit you can hit pedestrians you can kill them and stuff if you want to um, eh, I don't you, know. I haven't played at the time it, at, uh, right now I admit it's a pretty yeah, it's definitely game. Is not it doesn't, well it, doesn't, it was ever good <laughs> no but back, back at, if you've got you've got to imagine that there's no games like this around at the time yeah. really at all okay and the light gun game, I I still find the light gun game sort of fun. If you've actually got a light gun, it's kind of fun. It's not brilliant though. There's better games wow. out there. And the third person shooting bit is definitely dated. But I, like I say, back I in think the day, when, when, when developers are trying it, to make an like, all-in-one wow. game, they never get it right. I've never played a game that has no. you know that that well, successfully implements three you know or more genres into one game and does it correctly. Um, so. If you don't like this, don't get Die Hard Trilogy 2. <laughs> <laughs> they made a Die Hard Trilogy 2. So. They, they, they made a Trilogy 2, and apparently oh, it's worse. So. terrible. Okay. But yeah, yeah, you better watch the movies. Um, I'll watch the movies. Soon. Okay, I'll do that. Well, by next week, week I'll have watched one. And, um, okay, and I want to say right now, because I totally forgot, um, I didn't... I didn't participate in the Halo 2 tournament that I talked about last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. no. <laughs> no, no. They, they, they set uh. it up incredibly terrible. I, I signed up for the Halo 2 and Gears of War tournament, but they, they never put out the times for it, and by the time I got called and found out when it was, it was already too late for me to go. Um, so no, I, I still won in my mind. Yeah, whatever. I <laughs> See, I, re- I reckon he went and they got knocked out in oh, the first that's round. Probably that's probably it, man. It's not true. Yeah. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> it's probably videos on YouTube. Nathan, then, oh, what what are you been playing? I know you're a video game powerhouse over there, so tell us what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, actually, this week, upcoming week, is going to be my last week of this school semester, so um, it's keeping me pretty busy. I've just been playing uh, basically just Pokemon on the DS, which is still lots of fun. I'm still playing lots of Pokemon. Yes. Did you get to uh, trade... Cool. Um, I guess friend codes or whatever with Devin from the Captain S show. Oh no, actually, I haven't. Yeah, I don't have his contact info. Okay. I've been just playing with like my friends, and yeah, we've done oh. some online trading and battling and stuff. But yeah, nerd I like alert. it. Yeah, no whatever. We're all nerds <laughs> here. <laughs> and I also got uh, that new Final Fantasy um, Tales uh, 
actually, I don't Final Fantasy Fables, Chocobo Tales. I think that's the that's full a, English that title. That sounds like an incredibly erotic game. <laughs> Yo, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Square sent uh, some review copies in, so I'm playing it now for my newspaper. And, uh, yeah, it's actually quite a lot of fun. It's basically a mini-game collection game. You play a bunch of mini-games, and then you collect cards in the adventure, and then you use them to card battle. And you can card battle online, which I haven't got a chance to try yet, but it's actually um, more fun than I thought it would be. Cool. Awesome. Cool. All right, that's what we've been playing. Um, There's one one last thing. Our contest um, last week, uh, we announced that Rohan Black was the winner. Um, Small problem with that, because... We actually the one good thing about the you know Sega nerds is that we have readers and listeners to the Nerdcast from all over the world, and a lot of our readership comes from Europe. Um, I think we have Graham to thank for that. Um, but Rohan Black actually is, hey <laughs> lives in England, so he cannot play uh, Shining Force Exa on the PS2 because it's a North American you know it's a North American version. Um, so what we did is uh, Rohan Black is now not the winner. Um, he's still he can be our honorary winner, but he's not getting Shining Force. Um, we we redrew the uh, the names, and here's the new winner. It's Kahuna VG. So uh, Kahuna, if you want to email me, um, you can send me um, an email at chris at com, or you can uh, go through our forums and PM me your contact details, and uh, we'll get the game out to you that way. Um, so that um, that's basically oh. the, the Nerdcast this week. Uh, I want you guys to continue sending us um, tips and uh, any kind of uh, feedback or uh, or questions for the nerd bags. Continue to send those in. Um, uh, I'm trying to think anything else, guys. You got anything that you you want to to tell the tell the readers and listeners before we leave? Uh, just keep listening and uh, keep sending us info and feedback and questions because we want to hear from you. Definitely. Start digging yeah. this. Uh, start digging the nerdcast too. We want to get some more digs up there. Uh, read the interview. Yeah, read the interview also. Um, and I want to tell you to just keep sticking with us because um, behind the scenes, guys, we're really doing a lot um, to the site. Um, Nathan is is working quite a bit um, to do some really cool stuff, and uh, we got a lot of um, a lot of things planned that I think a lot of you are going to be really happy with. So just keep keep uh, checking out the site, keep sticking with us. And, Post lots uh, of comments. That's right. Keep posting. Yes. That's right. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, all right, fellas, you guys take it easy. Have a good week. And, uh, go where you want. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everyone. Catch you guys later.